What is up, everybody? How is it going? It is your boy, Michael. Turn as always with Lincoln. And welcome to another episode of the Left Hand Backhand. How's it going? So, it's going good. Second one of 2024. We are a year strong. For those who have been following with us from the beginning, we thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Yeah, we've come a long way from the the closet under my staircase days. Oh, of, of the Harry podcast. Potter. Yeah, Harry Potter podcast days. I don't know Very, actually. Yeah, <laughs> we I did the one with Micah under the pot under the stairs. Um, there you it, go. It was fun. So shout out to Micah. You're welcome back anytime. Yeah, I'll reach out. Um, we got a pretty short and sweet episode for you guys. Um, lots of news and notes to kind of talk about, touch base on. Um, but also at the same time, not as much news as we were hoping for. Exactly. That's okay. Cause we'll get, we'll get more news in throughout the month. Yeah. That means the big, the big stuff is still coming, but um, we got news and notes on the player movement. And then we just got some fun dealers choice. Uh, you're going to give us a little food draft. And then I have a tournament this weekend and I have drafted some goals for myself that I want to try obtain this year. So we're going to go over my, my goals and kind of tournament first tournament prep of the year. Yeah. So short and sweet. Uh, just a reminder, we're not going to do our in the bag. That's going to be the first episode of each month. So that'll save some time for you listeners on the, on the, on yep. the daily basis. Try so, to keep it a little bit more condensed for you. Try yeah. to keep it uh, captivating to our audience. We'll try, but of That's course what... we're uh, open for open for feedback. So feel exactly. free to let us know. Good. Um, so news and notes. Um, you just wrote down kind of all the most recent player movement between now our our last episode and this one. So do you want to take Correct. this over and kind of lead the charge? Yeah. So last week we knew players that were leaving their sponsors. And we knew the Innova team that was released. Um, over the past week, we thought there would be some bigger dominoes falling. Uh, instead, we've just found, we just confirmed a rumor that Equal McMahon is leaving. So that's kind of the biggest big yep. headline that yep. happened. Um, but the two other ones that we can kind of discuss a little bit are the Infinite team that just got released, as mm -hmm. well as the MVP team. Which got released. So, which do you want to start with, MVP or Infinite? Let's do the Infinite because I think the MVP ties more. Because I I'm hoping the MVP team changes. Is all I'm gonna yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, and then we'll we'll dig into some of those ancillary pieces after that. Yeah. Um. So Infinite, there were a few changes. Biggest one I think was Chandler Fry leaving Discraft and signing with Infinite and ThoughtSpace, correct? Mm -hmm. Yep. I'm yep. pretty sure almost all these people are with ThoughtSpace as well. Like, maybe they not all, every single one of them, but... Yeah, they all have that dual contract, um, open bag, yeah. so... Open bag. I wonder what yep. the ThoughtSpace, like, requirement is. Is it just one disc? Is it four of their molds? Yeah. I'm not sure, but we'll see. Yeah, it is interesting. Um, so, they released their team which is James Proctor, Maria Oliva, Eric Oakley, Erica Stinchcomb. Those are all the same as before. Uh, Anthony Bedanza is new. I don't, did we talk about him last week? No. Or was that new? Yeah, so that, he's with Infinite new. now. Yeah, I think that was newer for us. So, Yeah. 
Uh, Ali Smith, that's a new one as well. Uh, Lucky Lorenzen. Yep. Is that how you say your last name? Yes. Lorenzen. Yeah. Um, she's new to Infinite and Thought Space as well. And then they still have their other pieces. Grady Shoe, Zoe Andyke, Dustin Keegan, uh, Cupcake Curtis, and of course, the old man Felberg. Nice. Yeah. So, any so, thoughts on those? I think it's a solid team. I think you have a good mix of kind of up and comers, um, especially on the FPO with Ali Smith and uh, Lucky. I think they have proven they can compete, but are definitely still new on the scene. Um, but then you have the Eric Oakley, James Proctor leading the way, more, more James Proctor leading the way yeah. of like. Tour, Andrew Gibson. Andrew Gibson, tour pro, high caliber disc golfers. They just have just a lot of personalities, a lot of different personalities, lots of um, marketable people on the course and off the course, course which yeah. is kind of the allure of the infinite contract is you can still, you can throw every disc you want. You have to have that. You have to be personable, marketable, and kind of do your own work to sell the disc. You can't just rely on, rely on the brand to do it for you. Right. But they, they gave ample opportunity for them as well. Yeah. Um, I'm calling it right now. Maria Oliva, I think is going to be a top, seven FPO player next year. I don't know what she was this year in terms of where she fell on the rankings. We kind of stopped the top five to seven, but I'm calling it. She's going to break out and be a top seven player this next year. My okay. prediction. So way too early uh, bold predictions for the year. <laughs> I look like I just uh, blew your mind. No, I was uh, trying to brain blast the Statmando website. I didn't know what it was. Uh, there you go. Um, and the other piece of news that I wanted to talk about, shout out to friend of the podcast, Erica Stinchcomb, for being the first ever Trash Panda sponsored player. Yeah. As we awesome. all know, we were brand ambassadors last year for Trash Panda, not a sponsored player. There's a difference. Mm -hmm. uh, what I do is not sponsorship worthy, really. Um, but Erica is a good friend to trash panda and jesse and the team over there and was able to tag along to her infinite and thought space and open bag ness and she is now team trash panda which is yeah. super cool yeah i saw the little write-up on her um that she was already she switched to the inner core putters um midway through the season yep, she was, and stayed she with, was them. Putting with those at the dune drop yeah that's awesome um, and then also shout out to Jesse and Trash Panda. They just dropped their fairway. Well, they named yeah. it, and it's the Ozone. So super cool. Spoiler to those that are listening, I have gotten to throw the Ozone, and it's pretty dang fantastic. So Awesome. Get awesome. your hands on them when they come out. Like, yeah. It'll probably be semi, in like a little bit later into, into spring when... People actually start playing a little more in disc golf, but it's yeah. approved. Cool. Which is awesome. Um, just a slight tangent side note. Maria Oliva finished 20th in tour ranking last year. Okay. So I'm, I'm confident with the top 10, but the bold prediction is the top seven. All right. 
I think I think she's been grinding and working hard, and it's gonna get seven, that. That's my prediction. Seventh place currently is Cat Merch, and then mm, followed by good for her, Paige Pierce and Ella Hansen. Okay, I think she can oh. do it. Some, some um good before players. we get to I guess the only yeah, the only other real news before we get to MVP is Tristan Tanner signing with DGA. So that's a yeah, a new move as well. No longer on team latitude. Yep. Um yeah, otherwise there were no other signings that I have documented. Um other than on team DGA or sorry, team MVP, they released their team as well as the uh level of team. So their premier team and then their pro team. Yep. And of course on their premier team they have Simon Lazat, James Conrad, uh Sarah Hokum, world champ. Then mm-hmm. they have Raven Newsom, which I thought that was a little surprising that he's on their premier team, but he's been with them forever. I don't know. Uh Madison Walker also on the premier team. And then on the pro team their new player that is worth talking about is Paul Kranz, who willingly left Discmania and joined his buddy Simon at MVP. Yeah, I so. think he 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 felt left out um, on making all those those fun videos. Um, I know they live pretty in the general vicinity of each other, so I'm sure he had a little bit of influence from Simon. To make that decision. No, 100%. Yeah, but he's an up-and-coming up player. He's friends with Micah, so Micah's told me about him long before he was on videos with Simon, so it's cool. kind of cool to see his name pop up. And, I yeah. don't know. That's he's, awesome. he's a young kid. He's probably like 20. Yeah, and it's, it's so hard when you say that, and it's like, oh, they're the future of the sport. Like when when anyone gives you or says the title like oh they're the future of the sport, and then you look and you have Gannon who's eighteen and or mm-hmm. nineteen, you have Alden yeah. who's probably twenty one, you have um, Robin like Isaac Robinson, twenty two twenty three, and then Kyle Klein like the future is already here. The future's um, now. Yes, exactly. Like the, it's the, not like the next future or like fifteen year old kids or like exactly twelve year old kids. That's who the the next future is in the real like yeah. future. But like yeah, it's it's hard to imagine that if you're twenty five and not already full tour competing, you, your chances <laughs> are kind of dwindling uh, quickly. Yeah, it's a. Almost in my thirties, and you in your thirties, trying to say, "Oh yeah, we're still young enough. We could make it on tour." Now, we're we're past we're past that point. We're we're local, local potential pro level players. Not yeah, yeah, not touring pro level players ever. I'm just practicing for my MP40 days. That's all. Out of boy, there you go. That's I'm gonna get so many MP40 titles right under my belt. Heck yeah. Um, so notably not on that MVP team or roster mm-hmm. was Eagle McMahon, who left Discmania as well officially this week. 
Yes. And in our predictions, I thought he was staying and you thought he was going to MVP. However, he was not on that roster. But you think there still might be a chance that announcement to be coming? I think I still think it's possible. Um, Obviously, you have a lot of the House of Disc, the DD. Well, some DD players said that they were coming back already, uh, but they haven't made like a full team announcement yet um, and or Latitude or Westside. Um, But the type of caliber player that Eagle is, I feel like he has earned the respect of players and fans to kind of get his own little introduction um, type of thing. Roll out the red carpet for him. Um, And I think that's what, I don't know if I'm, if I'm a company and I just got the third best player in the world, maybe even the highest ranked right now, still, I'm not entirely sure, but if I got him to come to my team, I wouldn't just lump him in with my players that are already under contract and have been under contract for nine more years, AKA Simon. So right. you did this, you yeah. did it no, for it's... Simon yesterday, you last year, you're going to do something similar for Eagle when he, if he yeah. comes, I think just because they released their roster doesn't mean that it's closed off. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and another piece of side note that or side news that we forgot, uh, Hannah Wynn, Mm-hmm. Just signed with Discraft, which potentially means that there is a strong tie to one Chris Clemens, yep, the goat lefty on tour, mm-hmm. to also follow his current girlfriend to Discraft. Are they are yeah. they engaged? No. Oh, I don't know. Probably not. They've been um, together for a long time now. Yeah, they've been together. They're traveled together, um, play consistently. So. There were the rumors that they saw Chris Clemens's van outside of Discraft. Who knows? Mm-hmm. It could have been could have just been Hannah. Just been for Hannah. You know, they drive the same car. They live in the same van. So definitely a possibility. Um, but there I've seen multiple kind of couples follow each other to where they go. Yeah. Um so actually, you know what? I feel like there's somebody else. Um Mint discs. And someone? What's his name? No. Um. Shoot, Mandahano. Mason. Ford. Yeah, Mason Ford. Didn't he Ford. go to Innova? No. 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 He wasn't was... Innova. Then he went to Mint. Yeah. Did he move? No. Shoot, I should have been more prepared for this. No, what it was, I it was on the last grip locked. They said that he went to Millennium. But he didn't. Oh yeah, I was like, yeah, he he even took like the section out of the uh, the clip, posted on YouTube. He's like, I'm not, I'm not going anywhere. So he's not going know. anywhere. That's funny. Yeah, I was gonna say, I was pretty sure he signed a multiple, yeah, year long deal with Mint. Although he also did just do that with DD uh, Dynamic in 22. So, so. yep, yep, yeah. All right, my bad. Sorry, didn't mean to bring yeah bring up any false news. But yeah, did you want to touch on the the Macy Valdez or just kind of let that be 
you know, I don't no. have strong enough opinions or really care too, too much. If yeah. more news comes out, um, she's no longer with DD. Yeah. And says she's still going to tour for a little bit. So we'll see a signing for her in the future as well. Yeah. Yep. But otherwise, that's all of our free agency movement. Any, yes. uh, any other news, disc golf news and notes, we can uh, push it to later on. Yeah. Let's just, it's going to be an exciting week. We'll see if any uh, big, big things drop in the upcoming days. Um, but there's still a lot of high talent, unsigned um, guys out there. So off season just yes, getting sir. started. Very good. Okay, right. well, moving forward, your dealer's choice. I don't know. I don't know what it is about food and drafts, but I love both things so much. <laughs> um, so I I have another food draft for us, and there's typically we've done like seasonal candy or you know food items stuff like that. Instead, I wanted to throw a little curveball at you, and we're gonna draft back and forth what we perceive as being overrated foods. So okay. this could be an individual food item or like a meal, not like a breakfast, lunch, or dinner, but like something that you have as a meal kind of thing or like a main dish. Um, but we're going to draft back and forth and I will give you the option to go first or second. So are we wanting to draft like what we think is overrated? Yes. Or are we wanting to do like what a general consensus what people like love that we think are overrated? Uh how, how do you We're perceive? not trying to we're not we're not trying to win the polls here. Okay. We're not trying to to okay. get people to vote one way or the other. It's just things that you and I Okay. That they could be even things that we like, but we just okay. think that they're overrated or overhyped. Okay. Okay. So, the, right. uh, I'll I'll start, and I'll let you bounce off this because I don't think you're going to take this one. Well, um, if you if you we'll do take it, forth. I I have a number one contender. So if you do okay, take this, mind. I I'm calling I'll let, it. I'll let I'll let you go first. Then. Okay, my number one. It's good, but it's not as good as they think it is. Chick Fil A. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hot take. Out yeah. the gate. Yeah. It's yeah, good. Chick but, it is good. But that's it. I don't it's need good. to be I don't need to spending nine nine dollars on a tiny chicken nuggie. The <laughs> sauce the sauce though, <laughs> elite. We have the sauce is solid, yeah. We have two of the Chick-fil-A sauce, like ketchup packet, like ketchup dispensers in our fridge downstairs. I put that stuff on everything. That stuff is elite. Yeah, no, it's it's great, but the the rest of it is overrated. Yeah, and it might not even be overrated, but just like overhyped. Yeah. So yeah, but essentially in the same bucket. Okay, well the the uh, thing that inspired this draft, um, your boys throwing a party this weekend. I'm inviting some newish friends from church. Nice and. They have kids that are around my kids' age, and so I'm going to let the kids all play, and I'm t teaching them a family game, and we're busting out my solo stove, and we're going to you know, roast, a have a fire, make some food, 
And the item that came to my mind that is overrated are s'mores. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. S'mores are good, but they're way too much work for very little reward. They are, yeah. You have to work so hard to make sure it's golden, but not burnt and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it's super messy and you... You know, you make one for your kids and by the time you get to yours, yours is cold now. And then it falls off into the fire pit. Yep. I could. Yeah. They are good, but I just think it's overrated. It's a lot of work for just a very minimal, bland kind of dessert. Yeah. Yeah. And as someone who likes to eat a lot of whatever it is that I'm eating... Yep. Like I, I would rather just have something. I would have rather have ice cream. You know? <laughs> like yeah. Ice cream and cookies. Yeah. I know I can eat a lot of ice cream and cookies, and it's gonna be good every single time. Whereas s'mores, like hit or miss sometimes. You know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I will say the thing that does make s'mores the best is with cookies and cream, Hershey bars, mm. instead of just plain. That improves Hershey it. Bars. Yeah. Yeah. Makes do you it, makes do it a you lot ever for me. do you ever eat the like burnt marshmallows or no are you able to do that yeah. or no yeah i actually like peel off the burnt part and i'll eat that and do it again yeah because then you just like pull it off and then you yeah. have like inner inner core marshmallow to re-roast yeah. yeah that's what i do i just like i give it a few turns and then i burn it blow it off scoop off in that like in the sandwich and i just eat it like that so I've learned to be efficient uh, efficient with them, but they are a lot of work for not a lot. Um, okay. This one probably only works for me. And I'm very weird in this way. But one of the most popular side dishes in all of the world that I just do not like is mashed potatoes. And I think they're overrated. Just regurgitated, squished, squashed applesauce potatoes. Like slurp it with a straw if you don't, if you want to. Yeah. I know. Very unpopular opinion. I'll make you my mashed potatoes. It, it, no, it's. They're, they're, mine, are, they're, mine are chunky. They're not. There's no slop okay. to them. There, yeah. There's nothing to it. It it's got herbs to it. Yeah, and it's it's got chunks in it. I leave the potato skins. Okay, because that's you could that get me more on board, but like it's, I I yeah. skip it. I, I skip it at at meals. I can't fault you for it because I'm I'm not here to tell anybody what to eat or how to eat it. But I will say. You give mine a chance, you will say, you know what? That's better than what I'm used to. Yeah, it's it's. The I text- love mashed potatoes, it's, and it's my girls ask for them all the time. Yeah, yeah, it's just a texture thing for me. I don't know. I like every kind of hash brown. I like every type of French fry. Do you like baked Ta- potatoes? Tater tots? No, I don't like baked potatoes. Baked potatoes? Do you like twice baked potatoes? Nope. Ooh. Nope. Yeah. There's something about like just the a cut up inside of a potato. It just never enjoyed ever. It's weird. 
Interesting. Okay. Well, for my second pick, uh, I'm going with the other item that we're having this weekend, which is hot dogs. Ooh. I think okay. hot dogs are not great. <laughs> like when you I think about it, they are gross. Wait, um I I don't want to think about it. Yeah. The only the only time I will eat a hot dog is if I'm like starving and it's like there and ready and I can just wolf it down and not think about it. Yeah. That's valid. But um, I'm a, I'm a hamburger over a hot dog 10 times out of 10 kind of guy. Yeah. Yep. But we're roasting we're roasting wieners and s'mores and both those things I think are actually overrated. Yeah. But people like them and they do it and the only reason I'm doing it is because it's easy and it doesn't cost a lot. Yeah. So. Plain plain Jane hot dog, definitely overrated. But like when you get to the exotic sausages, different flavorings, the German sausage, like it, you can have a good hot dog, but the plain ones are 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 a little overrated. Except for yeah, you you can Costco's. have a good hot dog, but okay. Yeah. So what what do you put on a hot dog that makes it good? We're going on a little tangent here. Um, I only put well when I'm at home. I like to put um, Chick Fil A sauce and diced onions raw. Even cooked onions are pretty good, but I just like the a little crunch that a, a raw onion does. Chick Fil A sauce though, I, I haven't I haven't done the Chick Fil A sauce on a hot dog. Fire. And I've got a I've got a drawer full of Chick Fil A sauce in my fridge. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll have to bust those out. Give it a try. It's good. If, I, if I'm going to go full Lincoln on a hot dog, I put barbecue sauce because I love barbecue sauce on mm. pretty much everything. Maybe not pretty much everything. On more things than most people like barbecue sauce on. And I love me some like relish sounds wrong because like relish has kind of got a bad rap. Yeah. But like essentially it's what I put. It's just diced up pickles like I would mm. put on in my cool. tuna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So nice. I, I go that route if I have my choice, but I'm going to add some Chick-fil-A sauce to it. It sounds pretty good. Yeah. Um, All right. Sticking with my kind of like fast food chain theme. <laughs> Slander. I, yeah. And it's hard to do this of where I live now, but I saw that. In and out. I one opened up in Idaho and people waited eight hours Dude. in a in a drive through for in and out. It's it is one hundred percent overhyped. It's delicious. I love it, but you don't need to wait eight hours for it. So I think I think that's kind of almost top tier. That Why? should be that should have been my number one of like actually overhyped foods. Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm with you there. My parents are from Idaho and Oregon, mm-hmm. kind of simultaneously at the same time. And then when they first got married, they moved down to Orange County and became In and Out fanatics. Yeah. Right, my dad has like In and Out shirts from every state that they yeah. have In and Out at, and that's what he used like for his Saturday morning chores shirt, like yep. mowing the yard and whatever awesome. sweating in those things so he's, he has a ton of in and out shirts huge fans they put one like 20 minutes from my parents house and we went with them and we sat in the car for 45 minutes in the middle of the summer 
<laughs> like this is ridiculous. Like, yeah, I don't like it that much. I like it. It's good. Yeah. But also hot take their fries are trash. They're not good. If you put grilled onion, like not animal style, but grilled onions on them, they're pretty good. And grilled onions yeah, on the burger a f- a are fry, good. A fry, you should just be able to pick up and eat and say, that is delicious. Yeah. Not, oh, I need to add ketchup and onions and yeah. whatever else to I this. Mean, I mean, like, I am plain. They are not my favorite I, and not the best, but they are... They're they're edible. That barely, <laughs> like I don't know. I'm my brother and I. We did a a, a fry draft when we were on a road trip recently, yeah. and we he ended up taking In and Out, and I was like, dude, stop! Don't you're yeah. you're scraping for a pick right now. Don't take In and Out fries. That's bad. That's bad. Hot take: but, Arby's curly fries are so good. God tier. So yeah. good. I yeah. took them in my draft. Yeah, they're pretty good. They're so freaking good. I snuck um, it with my last pick because I knew he wouldn't take it. Yeah. My last... Oh, I don't know if it's my last one. The last one that I can think of is... Well, this is actually my pick. Oh, it's yours? Yeah. Oh, we're still you just took it in and out as your oh, third pick. My bad, my bad. We got we got. Are we doing four or five? We did, sorry. I only have one more, so that would be four total. So, okay. yeah. we'll we'll do four then. Um, I've got lots of other foods. Um, but for my next one, I'm going to take it because I don't like it. I've tried to like it. Everybody else likes it. Everybody's obsessed with it. It's sushi. Ooh. Okay. Raw fish, wrapped up in seaweed. Yeah. And rice. Rice is tasteless almost. Like rice is kind of the filler with stuff. At least the way yeah. that that rice that they're using, it's not like it's like flavorful rice. Yeah. Raw yeah. fish wrapped up in salty sea trash. Not for me. I like sushi. It's good. Overhyped, possibly. Overpriced. Overpriced? Definitely. And like the good stuff is all like the expensive stuff. Of course. And it's only expensive because it's like harder to come by. And I'm like, why does that make it worth eating? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Me and my buddies in Oklahoma used to go to this. uh, This all you can eat. No, just just picture this. (laughs) Because that's never a good idea. Oklahoma (laughs) seafood. Where's Sounds... the closest? Where's the closest sea to Oklahoma? Yeah, very far away. Uh, probably the uh, the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, but anyways, we had this sushi spot we'd go to, and our practice would end eleven or twelve o'clock, and before three was half price on an assortment of their their sushi rolls. So I got introduced to it at a good time where like I'm only paying six seven dollars for a pretty big size roll so when it's either all you can eat sushi or half price i think it's good when i'm paying 16 dollars for a california roll that's when i'm like no 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 this is i i don't like sushi that much so i i've tried it multiple times 
and efforts to put myself out there, yeah. expand my palette, broaden, broaden your horizons. Say yeah. that to say that I'm trying it, and somebody's like, "Oh yeah, well, you've never had this kind of sushi," and I'm like, "You're right." That doesn't mean I'm gonna like it or that it's good. Yeah, and I've I've tried sushi five times, five separate occasions, mm-hmm. but my first time was after a run. And it was a grocery store sushi, and oh, yeah. I threw okay. up immediately. Yeah, it was bad. So that what? did kind of get me off on a bad train. But yeah, I have tried multiple times, and to be fair, a couple times I'm like, "That's tolerable." Yeah, but I didn't enjoy it. Yeah, they have some that like are deep fried, or and, I think I had one of baked. those. Yeah, they're different. Like, what's the shrimp shrimp tempura? Is that mm-hmm. something? Well, that's just the I think shrimp. I had one of those. That's just the shrimp is uh, cooked. They have ones that oh, okay. they well, I had, I had one whole, of those. Yeah, they dip the whole roll and it's like cooked. So gotcha. Yeah. Well, different. I'm not opposed to seafood. I like seafood. Yeah. It's just sushi. I don't know. I like yeah. crab. I like Valid. salmon. I like shrimp and I eat those regularly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. My last one that I can think of. Um, this is why I was exiled from Seattle. Um, no, but it, but don't you dare say it. Yes. It saves me at least $10 every single day. I do not like coffee. Oh, and I think pick. it's, I think it's gross. Like okay. that, that's you, fine. I thought you were going to say teriyaki and I would have oh, no, 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 no. dropped no. off. No. I would have dropped off this call immediately and questioned the rest of our podcasting. No, teriyaki Teriyaki is amazing. Um, but yeah, coffee. Especially just like, in Seattle. You can just not... You can make coffee taste good, but then it's like not coffee. It's just like a sugary ice cream, like liquid ice cream. Um, yeah. But the whole... yeah, It's essentially flavor. hot chocolate. Yeah. It's it's just... It's not my cup of of coffee, you know? Not your cup of coffee. Yeah. But it's nice. I save a lot of money. Oh, especially in Seattle. uh, Starbucks is literally everywhere. Found it there. Like, yeah, yeah, like you can take a duck tour in Seattle and they point out all the Starbucks on like one street and you can't go on a single street without there being like at least four options. It's really funny. Yeah, I I could take a pitching wedge anywhere in Seattle and hit another Starbucks. Sure. How ball. far can you need a pitching wedge? That's, that's the real question. Uh, like 130 to 140 yards, kind of like my average carry with a pitching wedge. That's good. It's not good. It's not super far, but I can't remember. Are you a lefty golfer or righty golfer? Righty. I do. Okay. Me too. Yeah, I do a lot of things righty. My dad didn't want to look for lefty clubs, so he taught me to play righty. So that yeah. way, you could just give me his old clubs and then have an excuse to buy your own. Shout that's out, what, Dad. Love you. That's, that's what I'm gonna do with Ollie too. It's like you can be, you can throw lefty, but you're gonna hit righty. So I actually switch hit. Nice. In baseball. Yeah. Don't I've, know why. Just I've only hit right handed, but at time it works perfectly for throwing left hand backhand. Like I'm. It's the same motion. Yeah. Which is for. Yeah, which, that left arm being kind of that lead arm. It always surprises me why there's not like more 
lefty throwers because of that. Yeah, so again, side tangent, interesting enough, hockey players, a lot of right-handed people in hockey are left-hand down, which is technically a left-handed hockey player. Mm. And that's because that's a, like their slap shot is like a left-hand down. So like it makes him like a lefty, but it's kind of that almost same like right-hand pull because they're yeah, getting yeah, that yeah. same kind of I can see that rotation on them. Yeah, huh, I don't know. I learned that um, working with some people who grew up playing hockey and their brother is a professional hockey player in Slovenia. Heck yeah. So that was kind of cool. Um, okay, so for my final pick, there's a lot of different ways you could go. Um, I'm going to give an honorable mention to avocado. I just don't like it. I actually don't think that it's overhyped because I think it's it's a pretty good healthy fat for you. Yeah. Relatively speaking, right? Um, but I'm gonna go with cake. Ooh. Yeah, I would agree. I think cake I think cake is so pointless. Yeah. Especially I don't know. those it's like just, basic ones. Like Yeah. Yeah. And I've uh-huh. had good cakes. Yeah. But I've also had so many cakes where I'm like, this is pointless. And I, I, I'm i eating empty, empty nothing sugar right yep. now. Doesn't taste that great. Yep. I don't know. There has never really been, probably never a time when I've had a slice of cake and I have thought, mm, I need more of that. I, I can count on one hand. The number of times it happened, and it came from the same lady, and it was the same cake. Yeah. Whereas, like a brownie, I could eat the whole tray in one sitting. Cookies, go. I can't back stop. For more. Rice Krispies, all day. All day. So ice, good. ice cream, whole container gone. Mm. Cheesecake, like, oh, whole thing gone. Dude, I can eat so much cheesecake. It's yeah. so bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Our 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 wedding cake. At our wedding was actually just a pile of uh, brownies, because like I didn't that, want I didn't want a cake I just wanted brownies, and that's money. We got a pile of brownies. It was awesome. And you can dress up a brownie and make it great, or you can yeah. have it traditional, and yeah. it's still great. That that to me is the hallmark of something that is good or not good. Yes. If you have to dress it up and add frill De- to it then yeah. it's not as good as it actually is yeah yeah like you said with your coffee you have to put all this stuff in it to make the coffee taste good it's like no i've never actually had coffee fun fact nice. but i do like the smell of coffee beans like walking past like in, in winco where they have like the coffee yeah. section yeah i love walking past it because it smells so dang good mm-hmm. but i've never actually had it or wanted to even have it really yeah i always have it about once a week i Take a sip of my wife. I'm like, this, this is still gross. <laughs> I'm waiting for my taste buds to just <laughs> magically change like that, but never does. Every every week, every week, you're like, no, oh, let me try another sip. Let me try another sip. At what point is that not just beating your head into the wall? Yeah. So, all right. In a similar vein, actually, to that, um, a lot of my old coworkers, um, you know, drink wine and all this stuff, and. I'm always asking questions about I don't drink, so I'm always asking questions. I'm like, so what does that taste like? Like, what's what's the difference between this and what's the difference between that? Like, they're using all these fancy French words, and I'm like, I don't know what any of these things mean. Like, what's the difference between X, Y, and Z? 
Yeah. And they're like, well, this one's actually more of an acquired taste. And I was like, so what does that mean? You just have to drink a lot of it until you either get really drunk or like just decide that you like it all of a sudden or like uh, yep. exactly what it is like caviar not yeah. good yeah i don't think it's overrated because like it's bougie but it's not like it's like that overrated or whatever yeah but anything that has to be an acquired taste means that you're only eating it to fit in not yep. because it tastes good yep i agree coming from somebody who loves Taco Bell and quesadillas and burritos and teriyaki food. Dude, ter- I, I miss Seattle so much. We need to go. We, I, you know what? We should do a left-hand backhand trip, go up to Seattle, play all those courses up there, and eat so much teriyaki. Yeah. I'm going there in July. Dude, let's do it. Just come visit. Okay. Yeah, that'd be perfect. Yeah. Um, all right. Enough of the food. It's going to make me Sorry. need, a, need a, second, a second dinner. Seriously. Um. All right. For the for my dealer's choice, I get to be a little selfish, I guess. But um, I have my first tournament coming up. It's just a one round tournament at La Mirada this Saturday. Um, Sweet. I, I thought it'd be a good time to go over, kind of like tournament prep slash twenty twenty four goals. Um, I definitely didn't take a lot of time to like think of these but these are definitely just different milestones and things that i'm working towards and are kind of benchmarks to to shoot for um yeah for my year um so i have seven of them and then we can go over kind of like tournament prep but this doesn't this isn't gonna take too long so i'm gonna ask questions and kind of dig into why these are your goals, what you're yeah. hoping to achieve for them, how you're going to achieve them kind of thing. Yeah. And when I have my first tournament, we're going to kind of flip the, flip sure. the table yeah. and we'll talk through my goals once we actually get to that point, because goals are important and they are something that you should set for yourself in All maybe aspects. not every aspect of life, but a lot yeah. of aspects of things that are important to you, having something to work towards, yeah, uh, giving yourself motivation, reason to do something. And we mm-hmm. are people that like to see progress and growth. And at least you and I are. I hope yeah. our listeners are as well. But Exactly. So yeah, hit us up. What's your first okay. goal for 2024? Um. I'll read them kind of out of order, but my first goal is kind of just improve C1 putting. Um, I've been working. I feel like I'm getting something that I'm seeing some improvement, um, mm-hmm. especially my last two rounds I went out and played. Um, so I just want to just continue that. So that's a very arbitrary thing. I don't keep a lot of stats when I play. I don't want to have to focus on like, Oh, I missed that. I got to tally that now. I just want to like go out and feel feel comfortable giving it a good go from inside the circle. So you want to feel like at the end of your round, this was not a horrid putting performance. Exactly. Exactly. Which the last two times I have played have been that. So like we're already trending in the right direction to start the year off. Um, they have have been better or yes, have been horrid. They have been better. They have, they have not been. Love to hear it. And you're yes. still with the PA three. 
Yes. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Progress. Um, I want to see no rating dips. I don't mm. really care about ratings. Um, like I don't care, but I have gradually been decreasing and going down um in the past year and a half. So I want to just like start seeing more improvement. Um okay. I wanna my goal is to hopefully by the end of the year be kind of up to a 940 rating maybe um i think Wait. i don't know what i'm currently in today because i think it just got updated last time i checked out what's your pretty ga number 149913 um i probably went down i did really bad so this is the hard thing with ratings is like i could cherry pick each and every time i go get a rated round mm-hmm. to like not hurt my rating but i'm also wanting to like put myself in more rated tournaments, rated rounds and like play more, which obviously gives you the opportunities to go down. So yeah. I'm probably somewhere in the nine. I'm in the nine teens. You're nine twenty currently. Oh, still. Okay. So, yeah. So I definitely think I throw the disc better than a nine twenty player. You do, but I put, much worse than a 920 player so if i could just get my putting to 920 rated the rest of my game will be able to lift me up hopefully um yeah and then i I mean again ratings aren't everything but it does show your level of consistency yeah right if you have a 980 rated round and an 880 rated round and you're bouncing back and forth between like Mm -hmm. that's obviously shows your potential but also shows your floor yes and you want to be able to make a steady increase i want to increase my floor being yes rather than just being hot and cold you want to be able to be you know lukewarm to hot and then you know increase your floor and thus raise exactly rating exactly and yeah i think that's, i think that's a good goal that's kind of my the one thing that's like i i don't need to look at it every single day it will just kind of gradually come throughout the year and yeah we're gonna have like a mid-season check-in be a cool mark to to hit maybe um yeah i would like to play at least 12 rated rounds which isn't really a problem for me with all the weeklies that we have, but kind of maybe I guess twelve tournament rounds would be better. So okay on a, on a weekends get out there. So a two round tournament need, that, that counts as two rounds. Can you hear something insane as a side tangent? Yeah, you have twelve career events on your PDGA rating. I know. That's it. Most yeah. of them came from this last year. Well, because right. I have a, a ton of the like weekly tournaments. So, like, I have a ton of rated rounds. Oh, okay. And those aren't considered career events. Like, no. I'm guessing the career events are tournaments. I think so. Gotcha. Okay. That yeah. that makes way more sense because I saw a bunch of rounds on, I have, on here. I have like, like 20 rounds rated interesting. For the, over the last year. Yeah. Because you, yeah, you, okay. That, interesting. Thanks for clearing that up for me yep. yeah, you have 12 career events and one career win shout out 
and then that was flipping flip. over to mine, I have 13 career events. So I was like, we've played the same amount. Wait, yeah. your your schedule looks way busier than mine. <laughs> like, you're... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think my one win was a flex start in, um, at Village Greens. Heck yeah. Um, oh, I can click on it to find out more. All right, sorry. I would like to win an MA1 tournament. That might mm. be a little out of touch. So I think just win a tournament. Because there's some that I might drop down to MA2, which is my actual rating. MA2 is 900 mm -hmm. to 930. Um, yeah. So that's definitely well within my grasp. Um, so just win a tournament. Um, get, get to feel those jitters again, feel a little pressure on the tee box, have to hit a big putt at the end. Um, I think that'd be fun. Um, and then my throwing goals, I want to keep working on my forehand and try to get that up to like 330. And then I want to get to a consistent yeah. kind of 400 foot backhand. Um, I can get occasional shots out to 400. I can flex shots to 400, but I'm, I want to just work on that distance. Um, kind of just like pure hyzer 400 straight shots with fairways 400. Um, I think I have the tools. It's just working on dialing it in and getting more consistent and uniform with my throw cool i like it fun fact you're one sorry i'm i'm paying attention to what you're saying i promise but That's i fine. did get sidetracked with your win here uh you shot a 10 down at expo oh sorry village greens yeah and it was 997 rated yeah That's it's pretty good do you want to know why so here's it's and and you had a bogey on hole 16 yeah, it's called a win, but I don't really consider it one. One is a flex start, and two, I was the second card out on the day. This there's snow on the ground, whole thing just crazy snow. Um, and I tied for the win with a guy named Donovan, something David, David, super cool player. He was on my card, so we were just kind of battling it out. I had a really good back nine, if I don't, mm -hmm. if I remember correctly, um. Yeah, but, you you finished out birdie 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 bogey birdie birdie. Yes, I I kind of balled out at the end there. Um, you're just throwing darts. Yeah, I was Caltrop all over the place. Love it. Yeah, but that was in the morning round. Sun was like just coming up, no problems. At the end of my round, winds. 25 miles per hour gusting blow <laughs> like all these good Dang. players all these good players just had the worst if you were anytime past 10 o'clock you had the worst like weather whatsoever i just had good weather because i was the first one out which is why That's i don't funny. think um i'm glad they're changing flex starts to like a d tier and not a c tier because i wouldn't consider it really like a win sure yeah. My boy Cody Spolstra shot plus three, and I guarantee you he was part of the afternoon round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. That's funny. It was, yeah, it was not 
not a ideal weather for those afternoon golfers. Yeah. All right. Next goal, or is that all? That's all. Yeah. Just cool. Pretty pretty simple. I don't have like get sponsored by a team, not buy any discs. I know that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There's, I I did like really attainable ones that I can work and improve, um, and not just like check off a bunch of things. Yeah. So so a couple follow ups for you. Uh, of your goals, is there any of those that is like motivating you the most, or like is like the thing that you're the, like the pinnacle? And if nothing else, I want to accomplish x it would probably be like the 940 rating because in order to achieve that i would have to improve my backhand improve my forehand and improve my putting so by hitting all 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 those will kind of be exactly it's it's hitting all my little goals will result in a higher rating which is what I'm wanting. Yeah. So it's nice. It's yeah, it's the the result that I'm looking for. Culmination of my hard work will be a higher There rating. you go. Yeah, that's the word I was looking nice. for. There you go. Well, I'm excited to hear how these things go, especially as we look forward to other tournaments that you have on your horizon this year, which will be sweet. Yeah. yeah. Um previewing your La Mirada tournament this weekend. Any thoughts, any game plan changes that you want to take into effect 2024 moving forward um, or is it kind of just are you are you uh balls to the walls birdie as many holes as possible are you playing for par a lot are you running things are you that's i i'm kind of torn in between what to do so the course that we're playing is going to be the the lakeside and it's going to be in a lot of like shorter positions so I think I do have to like birdie a lot. The things that I want to work, I want to eliminate unnecessary strokes by going out of bounds. So yeah, hole one is kind of like a peninsula e hole, and I could go straight at it with a backhand, but what that does is it brings in. Like I have to carry OB the whole time and there's a big tree on the left side. So if I pull it at all, it's out of bounds. If I go short out of bounds. So like being smart with my play to avoid unnecessary extra strokes. Um, And then my other thing thought is anywhere inside of 40 feet, run my putt. Like okay. just, just, just go. Don't, I don't need to be like stupid with it and like gain and burr hundred miles an hour mini throw, Yeah. but like, don't be happy with just like laying it up. Give it a half chance more, more, yeah. more often. Obviously if it's on the side of a hill, you're 40 feet away with out of bounds, 20 feet behind that takes precedent over running my putt, like not giving up extra strokes. Um, but I definitely want to 
be learn to be more aggressive with putting, especially in the early rounds of this year, so that I get that kind of uncomfortable 20-foot, 18-foot comebackers. So later down the line, I am comfortable with those 18, 20-footers for birdies. Those aren't going to be a big deal. Exactly. So the more It's just going to be a routine putt. Yes. The more times I can put myself in that situation early on, the more and easily I'll be able to deal with it later when it is kind of more meaningful. Yeah. Um, one thing that I was talking to my brother about in Oregon, cause we were playing a couple rounds of golf. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you have like a six foot putt in golf, like those are normally, you got to focus on those and 50, 50 testy, like, yeah. Yeah. Like maybe a little bit more than 50, 50, but like, it's not a gimme, but also yeah. like you should make it kind of thing. Yeah. And my brother and I would just tell each other, hey, that's good. And then we'd walk up to it and tap it in like it yeah, was good. No problem. And like 80 to 85% of the time you make those when you tell them, hey, that's good. And then yeah. they just go up, walk up, tap it in. It's all good. So like telling yourself, oh, this 15 foot putt. Yeah, it's in. Just it's all good. You're not yeah. thinking about it. And yep. then it becomes muscle memory that, oh yeah, this is just, this is good. This is in. And yep. exactly. Like, I want to get to that point this year as well. Cause my putting is kind of taking a little bit of a dip, but also I haven't been practicing as much Yeah, and I've been working on an updated putting form, but kind of just that mental side of it. It's like, like you're saying, like I want to get to the point where it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. So like just telling yourself, yeah, this is in, it's good. Just exactly walk up. Don't think about as much about it and just put it in the basket. Cause that's yeah. all that you should do. And well, I guess another goal is to have fun playing disc golf this year. So that's don't take myself that too seriously is, and have fun. That's number one on my list. I've got I've got thoughts that I have not compiled into actual goals because I want to set some like achievable, attainable goals for myself that push me and motivate me. Yeah. But the biggest one is to just have fun with it because I want to uh be a better person this year and want to be the kind of person that people want to play with and enjoy my time actually playing disc golf and not feel like I am obligated to or like yeah. oh I've got a free weekend well I guess I should probably play disc golf cuz I have all these discs like <laughs> you know what I mean yeah yep oh, I have a podcast I should probably report on no I'm just kidding yeah. um but I think that should always be our goal that's why we're here that's why we're recording a podcast is because it's fun for us and we like talking about discs and plastic and throwing it and having a good time and trying to be better and yeah so thank you for joining us and for listening thanks for sharing your goals for us and i look forward to hearing how tournament goes this weekend yeah should be fun so all right thanks everyone for tuning in and we will see you all next week uh lefties out see you